for all things, for all things KC, KC, for everything Chiefs. It's always, it's always game day in Kansas City. Now, here's your host, Kayla Kinnearum and Cody Tapp. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to It's Always Game Day in Kansas City on this Friday. I am your host, Kayla Kinnearum. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Cody Tapp, and our producer, Nick Schwartz. By the way, make sure you like, subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast. Guys, the countdown's on. We're a little over a week out from the Super Bowl. How are we feeling? Does it does it count as a Red Friday if they're not actually playing, but there is a game next week and it's the Super Bowl? I feel like we get to claim both Red Fridays. Does that seem fair to everybody? We've had this debate in the past. I still say it's Red Friday. We're in season. Okay. Okay. Even though there's no I game. Am wearing Nick, a red Nick shirt. where do you stand? It's a baseball shirt, but I'm wearing a red shirt, so that should count. Cody is representing Red Friday on the show. No, <laughs> With <not>. Satchel Page. <laughs> not a Red Friday. There has to be a game coming mm. up that Sunday for it to be a Red Friday. I don't know if that's wow. a definition, but that's what I'm going with. Interesting. Does the fact that we have players that made it to the Pro Bowl count? <laughs> yeah, there you no, go. No, because the Pro Bowl is dead, Kayla. I don't know if you heard this, but the second that... Derek Carr and Tyler Huntley got Pro Bowl invites. If, it, if, if they officially, it it's over. We never have to reference this game again. That's fair. And you know what? We're to the point now. It used to be cool in like the early 2010s when the Chiefs would get a bunch of guys to the Pro Bowl. It used to be really cool. We'd be like, look at all those Pro Bowl nominations. The second you make it to one Super Bowl and then go back the next year and then go back two years later, it makes the Pro Bowl seem so utterly pointless. In fact, if, <laughs> if, my, if my team's players are ever playing in the Super Bowl, I'm so disappointed that I can't possibly watch them participate. Was that not the most depressing thing last year, watching Mahomes and Kelsey at the Pro Bowl and just being like, they should be at the Super Bowl. This yeah. sucks. Yeah, I want, yeah. Them, I want both of them to come out and announce that they will never participate in the Pro Bowl ever again. Because it's too heartbreaking to watch. I respect it. It's just too miserable. I don't want to do it. It's like puppies in a waiting to be adopted. You're like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't take you home today. I good luck, I guess. <laughs> I don't want to see it. I just won't. Interesting analogy there. <laughs> that would have been a good vibe check. Yeah, it would have been. Maybe next week. We'll go back. That's how I'll hope that the uh, you know, that's how I'll hope the Eagles feel afterwards. <laughs> okay, guys. Let's talk the Super Bowl. Is this game bigger for Andy Reid or Patrick Mahomes? Go. You know, it's like a big legacy question because they're both going for the same thing. They're both going for their second Super Bowl, which puts them as like one of, you know, 15 guys to ever do it. If they get to three Super Bowls, they'd really be one of only like five guys to ever do it. So from like a just championship perspective, they're chasing the same part of history as far as, the people who have accomplished the same amount of Super Bowl wins. But the answer is Patrick Mahomes because he has way more juice in the, oh my God, what might he become category? Andy Reid's done. He's established. He's made his history. Andy Reid is not like, he's not done as in he's not done accomplishing, but everyone's decided. Andy Reid is one of the greatest coaches of all time. He has a Super Bowl, so it ended that conversation. If he gets to two, cool. Now a few more people will put him slightly above, but he's still one of the greatest coaches of all time. It, you know, Patrick Mahomes still has a chance to the title of this is still the single greatest start in NFL history. And this guy has two rings before he's 28 years old. And oh my God, how many is he going to get to? And when you are his level of talent, Andy Reid's a great coach. He's one of the all-time great coaches. Patrick Mahomes might be the single most talented player in NFL history. 
Those are just different bars. And you got to get rings if you don't want to just be the most talented player in NFL history and not have that the accomplishment part of it be included. I don't know. It, like, it, is Andy done? Are you sure he cannot continue to elevate how he is viewed in the pantheon of all-time great coaches? Like, I think we currently look at him as the second best or second most accomplished coach currently behind Bill Belichick, but yeah. you get that second ring, you're still, I think there's, there's over 10 coaches that have multiple Super Bowl rings. And we say it all the time, the all-time wins are great. And I think Andy is fifth right now. He's like three away from fourth place. So he'll get into the top four. He'll finish his career as a top four or three coach all-time in terms of wins, but you make your legacy in the postseason. And if he wants to truly go down as one of the greats with Bill Belichick, with Walsh, with Landry, with Chuck Knoll, you've got to have multiple rings, two, three rings to really be revered, not just in the modern era, but compared to the greatest to ever do it, which I don't think Andy Reid is currently in that conversation. You know, the thing is, though, Nick, is that to me, this is one of those why you have to have context to this. So all the guys you just mentioned, and Gibbs always seemingly gets forgotten in this, even though like Gibbs did it. Three of them. Like, yeah, he got three of them and he got them with like different coaches or, or different quarterbacks and different teams. And like his whole thing was bizarre. But of all the other guys, except for Gibbs, who is the one exception who probably deserves part of this conversation. Bill Walsh had one of the single greatest quarterbacks of all time. Uh, Bill Belichick had the most accomplished quarterback of all time. Don Shula was part of the greatest dynasty of all time. Undefeated teams. He just had all those guys winning over and over and over and over and over again, right? Those are the guys with multiple Super Bowl titles. For the and I get it. Uh, Andy has that now, but he spent the first like twenty, you know, spent the fifteen years with like Kevin Cobb, Donovan McNabb. Those aren't all time great quarterbacks. Those are dudes. He had dudes for fifteen years. Like maybe it's like I I just like value him differently. But he's had five, you know, like he's been in Kansas City for ten years now. But for the first five years of those, he had another dude. All right, so now we're up to 20 years of Andy Reid's career. That he's out here trying to win Super Bowls with Alex Smith, Donovan McNabb, and a bunch of other just randos off the street. I know Michael Vick was included in that, like after he got out of jail and all that stuff. But it's like he's had five years of one of the great quarterbacks like those other guys had, and he's already won a Super Bowl. He's been to three. He's got a chance for two. It's like, dude, I, like if he won, maybe you're right, Nick, because like if he won two, it's like I don't give a – I don't care if someone's got four. He had Terry Bradshaw when there was no free agency and he had the single greatest, you know, some of the best rosters ever. It's like totally different. You know what? I don't know if context does matter though in these sorts of conversations. Like, yeah, it matters in terms of formulating a good argument, but it doesn't matter in how we ultimately talk. How we talk about them. We talk about them by keeping score. Hold up your hand. Let me see how many rings are on those fingers. Only one? Only two? Okay, well, you're not quite at this table with the guys that got three or four. You're right. Context is is include is not included in those conversations but at some point we do we do use rings as just a a scorekeeping metric yeah. it's it's kind of hard to dismiss that and say no but let's really dive into it that's not how we talk about sports i just feel like you know with andy it will be big i'm not saying it won't help his legacy and all those things but like mahomes man it puts him in a stratosphere it confirms everything our eyes have been telling us this is the greatest start in nfl history it's like he's got two He's 27. Tom Brady got three Super Bowl rings in his in his 20s. So Mahomes would still have three more years to get another ring. 
right? He'd have all the time in the world. He had three more seasons to try to get that third ring to match Tom Brady's run of three Super Bowls in his 20s. And by the way, it's not like we won't assume he's going to the Super Bowl. He's been to it three times in five years, and the two years he missed, he took the teams to overtime. It takes five quarters to knock Patrick Mahomes out of not going to the Super Bowl. The only two times he hasn't done it. You have to take him to the bitter end of a season in order to knock him out. And so it's like, to me, it just launches him into the, like, everything we knew. This is everything we knew. He is, he is, the, he is the chosen one. If there's anyone who, you know, like, here we go. If there's even Brady, a guy who has a chance at Brady, here he is. I was about to say, who are you looking at? Do you have a statue of Patrick Mahomes? Uh, dressed it's like, <laughs> no, you know, what's funny is like, um, maybe like 25 feet away. Like I could, I could leave this podcast for 30 seconds and I don't have a statue of anybody, but I do have a six foot three cardboard cutout of Creed Humphrey. That's the best I can offer you from a statue. Stop it. You pray to him every night. You yeah. really do love him. Do you want me? I'll go get it if you need me to prove that I own it, but I own it. Oh, I we believe you. We believe <laughs> it was given to me in fairness. Kayla, what's your answer? Who do you think this game's more important for? I'm leaning with Cody here. I think it's bigger for Mahomes in terms of legacy. I mean, obviously it's big for both, but we now know seven is the number to beat. Tom Brady will not be winning any more Super Bowls. And if anyone can catch him or get close, it's going to be Patrick Mahomes. And I just think that for him having a real shot at this, that could be huge if he passes Tom in terms of Super Bowl rings. At the same time, it's obviously big for Andy. Question for you guys. Where do we where would we put Andy Reid as best NFL coaches of all time? Is he in the top 10 right now? Yeah, top 10, but not top five. If you're comparing five. him to all coaches throughout the NFL so he's, history. He's right now he's fifth in wins. Three more, he'll tie Tom Landry, who obviously was the coach forever for the Cowboys. So right there, regular season coaches, consistency, longevity, those things matter. If he gets another win in this Super Bowl, I think you, you're firmly putting him on that short list. He's probably still behind Belichick and I would still say Bill Walsh. You know what's funny? The, the part we haven't brought up about this, Nick, that does also factor into like how we judge coaches is did they change football? Like, did they change? Like, Bill Walsh changed football. Yeah. It's not that he just won three Super Bowls. It's that he invented the West Coast offense. And and everyone uses it. And, right? and, and, and we, we invented Snow Globe. Yeah. Well, you know what? Here's the thing is that I don't think we talk about it the same way, but I actually think you can make an argument that Andy Reid is changing it, but we're not willing to admit it yet because it hasn't been enough time. Andy Reid made air raid quarterbacks in the NFL work. I'm going to be very clear. There was not a single air raid quarterback who had ever come to the NFL who had any success before Patrick Mahomes showed up and it worked. There wasn't a one. There's been plenty now. Don't have any problem rolling into the NFL and letting air raid quarterbacks do their business. Nobody's afraid to take the quarterback out of Baylor because all he did was go seven wide. Doesn't matter. All that stuff works now. It's probably just too close for people to see it yet. Nick, you you follow college football. Those guys didn't work. They didn't translate to the NFL. Well, it's important. One thing I love about Andy Reid, and I don't know if this necessarily speaks to his greatness, but it does speak to why he's won so much and for so long, is he himself has admitted that the NFL is three to four years behind the the schemes that are being invented in college, and they're three to four years three to four years behind the schemes that are being invented in high school football. Yeah, not often you will find an NFL head coach who is willing to admit that, like, yeah, we're not on the cutting edge of innovation. That's happening at the lower levels, and we're stealing from them. 
There is nobody in the modern era of football who has been more willing to adapt and change. Like somebody, somebody who's been around as long as Andy Reid, who has been coaching through multiple decades and is willing to evolve his offense, who is willing to steal bits and pieces from other places and is still producing high-level results. I think that is, is probably the truest testament to his greatness as a coach. I, I want to well say, say one thing before we change topics here with, with Mahomes. I don't know. We talked about this in the last episode. I don't know if I'm ready to even engage in the, in the Brady discussions. Like, he's six Super Bowl rings behind. Yeah. But what a Super Bowl win would do for Mahomes is, first things first, it will dispel any, any sort of concerns that were had before the season about what this new chapter in his career was going to look like without Tyreek Hill, without having the best weapons around him. It would say, okay, well, we know this much. He doesn't need to have the best tight end and the best receiver in football to go and win a title. What it also does is it puts him light years beyond any other quarterback in his class. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, any yeah. of these guys, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert, he is going to be light years beyond where they're at to the point where we don't even have to have those conversations for a long time until somebody else racks up a couple Super Bowl wins. Insurance, I like it. They're both already number one in my book. I had a feeling they were pretty high on your list, <laughs> Kayla. I like the idea that she's like written in a notebook and it's just Chiefs with like a heart that she's drawing <laughs> the arrow through. <laughs> Carving guys, it into a tree. Sometimes I think you guys think I'm like a 12-year-old girl. <laughs> no. Look, I've carved my name into a tree. I like. I just like the idea when people talk about... Uh, <laughs> you have? Uh, we used I don't to do think that. I've ever done that. We used to do it in Colorado as kids. Uh, <laughs> so... There's, I, I would venture a guess that there are like 10 trees with my name carved in them. Actually, my wife and I carved our name in a tree when That's she went to, our, she went to our family's time the first time. And I went out there, the last time I went out there, the tree had died. So I cut it down and I took the log home and I brought it home to her. I was like a real lumberjack. I fucking took the tree down. I'm like, this is my tree now even though it was like in a protected national forest. So I don't know if that's a crime. But it doesn't matter. The tree was dead and it, it was mine now. Johnny Appleseed would be <laughs> Rolling in his grave, listening to that. I haven't heard the name Johnny Appleseed in a minute. Yeah, that's like elementary school. Nobody's mentioned him <laughs> since. That's a deep pull. <laughs> Cody the Romantic. 